0: It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the news update show. Monday, of course, the 49ers held practice. A lot of information coming from that, but it's officially 49ers versus Chicago week. The kickoff is about to commence. This is going to be such an exciting week, but there was a lot of news that came out, and I want to get into all that here today. 49ers news update right here on 49ers Cutback, and there's a lot of stuff to talk about, which is going to be fun, but I want to start it off by talking about uh, the the schedule for the week the 49ers of course had practice on Monday um and then today is an off day the 49ers will not be practicing they have the day off Wednesday as you can see on the screen they're going to practice uh at 1:48 p.m. but before that Kyle is going to hold his press conference uh, he's been doing them pre-practice this year which has been interesting then he doesn't have to talk about injuries and all that afterwards uh, he's good. So after and then after Shanahan, Trey Lance is going to have his press conference. Of course, quarterback one always the part of the press conference on Thursday. Uh, practices at twelve fifty eight. These times are always dead on for Kyle Shanahan. Twelve fifty eight after practice. They're saying approximately two thirty. D'Amico Ryan's will hold his press conference. Always like to get a little information out of those. I think they give you some insight on what these guys are thinking. Not too much. Uh, but they definitely like to put some stuff out there, which I enjoy. And then Friday, they've got practice at 12.18. Uh, after practice will be about one thirty. So as you can tell, really light day on Friday because they're going to get ready to travel. So uh, that one's a, basically a, a walk-through day. They're going to walk through everything. It's going to be simple. And then Kyle Shanahan is going to have a press conference at one thirty before they go ahead and get ready. Saturday, there's no media availability. And then Sunday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. San Francisco 49ers kick off the 2022 NFL season against the Chicago bears. Woo. Can't wait for it. I'm really excited for it. Uh, but what we got right now is I'm going to go over some of the players that were returned to practice uh, players that, you know, miss practice. He Samuel, the big one had the knee contusion uh, was out. He got hurt during the last preseason game and he was going to be out. He is returned to practice. He's full go-to for the 49ers, which is great news. It means he's on track to start against the Chicago Bears. That's what the 49ers need. They need a full array of talent around Trey Lance to help him get off to a good start in this Niners team to get off to a good start. the winnable football game, but you need your weapons to be able to get out there and win. So Debo Samuel coming back from the knee contusion is good news. Also returning, number 27, Dante Johnson. Uh, He had been wearing a blue no-contact jersey, had the problems with the ribs. He got hurt. Uh, during the minnesota game but dante johnson is back and he's going to be playing again and he's on the practice squad he could be the target to be elevated for week one against the chicago bears with his versatility to play safety and play corner he might be the perfect option for the 49ers because they have going into the game with five cornerbacks last year they went in with six they're going in with three safeties last year they went in with four so to me dante johnson seems like the most logical of course Hey, Sean Gibson, also a possibility, a veteran for many years in this league. And Taylor Hawkins, the young upstart out of San Diego State, one of my favorite undrafted free agents. But uh, it looks like Dante Johnson will probably be that guy, but let's see how this continues to develop as we move through this week. If he's that guy, maybe we'll get some insight from Tobacco Ryan's when he holds his press conference. I don't think Kyle Shanahan's going to give us anything, but you never know. Uh, next up, linebacker Oren Burks did not practice. This is a big question mark for the 49ers linebacker. has been, you know, an uh, injury-filled part of their roster last year. Aziz Alshire missed games. Drake Greenlaw missed most of the season. And now we're rolling in with a backup and a huge special teams player like Oren Burks, maybe not ready. Now they've insulated themselves with a tremendous amount of linebackers, which we'll get into a little bit of who they've brought in. But also they have uh, Mercury Ball as well that's on the practice squad that could easily elevate him, make him available for the game. So they could go that way. They already got Curtis Robinson on the IR. That seems the most likely, but they did sign another linebacker, which we'll get into in a second, who could help because also linebacker Dre Greenlaw has not been practicing dealing with an elbow injury, so he's wearing the blue no-contact jersey. This is something we've actually seen from Dre throughout training camp. He had days where he wore the blue no-contact jersey and wasn't able to practice. So hopefully Dre Greenlaw is going to be able to get out there Hopefully Kyle Shannon will shed some light on Dre Greenlaw in tomorrow's press conference. So we know if we're going to go rolling out there with the three linebackers that we want or our base four, three sets, or if it's going to be as he's Shire rolling with Fred Warner. And then is it Demetrius Flanagan fouls? Who's rolling with them because of the injury to Oren Burke. So a little bit of question marks in that front seven. I think as long as you got Fred, you're feeling a little bit more comfortable, but it was just last year against the Chicago bears where Justin Fields took advantage of a injury-weakened linebacker group and had some big-time plays. So the Warriors definitely want to be healthy in that front seven. It will go a long ways to have these linebacker core together. You want those top five guys, but if not, you do have players on the practice squad that you can go ahead and get to. But I think the linebacker depth uh, is something that's a little concerning right now with Burks and Greenlaw potentially being hurt. Also, you've got question marks surrounding offensive lineman Daniel Brunskill. He has a hamstring injury. He did not practice think this is one of those things of the, why they got hands. That's why they brought him in. Uh, They needed to make sure that they were going to have, you know, Blake hands available, able to help this football team, because uh you just don't know what's going to happen with Daniel Brunskill. When it comes to a hamstring, you're just not sure if a guy's going to be healthy. Uh, So you make sure that you have yourself insulated, which they've done, uh, which is, it's very important for this 49ers team. You have to make sure that you're insulated just in case you suffer another injury and you don't want to suffer an injury Uh, to the center position because if you do, then you're going to have to go to Blake Hance and you're going to have to count on him to go ahead and play center because you can't count on Nick Zakel to do it for the mere fact that Nick Sakel doesn't have enough reps. just don't have enough reps from Nick Zakel at the center position. That is a future development situation. That's not a right now. Uh, But Hance is going to be tasked with that job. Maybe even Keaton Sutherland (laughs) brought up Uh, to the, you know, uh, elevated from the practice squad if needed. But I don't think anyone wants to see Keaton Sutherland, you know, playing significant snaps after the way that he played through the preseason. But the 49ers also made some signings to their practice squad. This is what I was alluding to earlier, signing a linebacker. And signing linebacker Buddy Johnson. Uh, Buddy Johnson's a fourth-round pick. Uh, He came uh, he was with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They released him and let him go this year, waived him. 49ers end up signing him to their practice squad. He was played at Texas AM. I went ahead and watched some of his film. Pretty exciting player. He's a guy that has got a lot of speed, gets after it. Now there are question marks about him, you know, covering in space. I think that's something that he needs to work on. Decent size, 6'1, you know, close to 240 pounds. I think he's got an NFL body. So the 49ers can be excited about that. To me, he flashes in the run game. Really good at you know making tackles inside the box, which is nice to have on your team and also he's a guy that's had some you know some playing time in the NFL so he's a guy that you can count on with these injuries that you've seen. The 49ers definitely needed to make sure they got a guy and they did. Um and I think that you know getting buddy is important for the 49ers to continue their depth. You have McCurry Ball who's been with your team the entire year but just insulating yourself. Curtis Robinson's on the IR. 49ers are doing a very good job of making sure they continue to pick up guys uh that are going to help. And the other one that they signed was Lyman Leroy Watson. Who to me is a very interesting one because he's a converted tight end who, you know, was with the Atlanta Falcons. He was an undrafted free agent, but he played at UTSA with Spencer Burford, and uh, he's a he's a big guy. He's six foot five, two hundred seventy pounds. That's a big tight end. Now he's going to be playing tackle in the NFL. Now this guy is a complete developmental prospect. Warriors are going to have to do a lot of work to get this guy ready and available. But you got to love upside because anytime you have a guy. That's six foot five, two seventy, but has 35-inch arms. 35-inch arms is really, really good uh for an offensive tackle. So you gotta like that part. He was known as a blocking tight end in college. So I think he understands what you have to do as a blocker. And just seeing the fact that Spencer Burford developed at UTSA makes me excited about the potential of you know somebody like Leroy Watson potentially being able to develop into a player in the long term. But forty ers once again, taking a chance, getting a young player that needs a lot of work and a lot of development, and counting on Chris Forrester to go ahead and develop this player. That way he can help the team, not this year probably, but down the road, 2023-2024. They've got Now they've got Leroy Watson, exciting prospect. Jason Poe, exciting prospect. Guys who need to continue to develop. All the while you have players like Nick Zakel, who's going to develop on the active roster. Forty yards continue to build for the future, all the while being in a win-now sort of mindset. So I really like what they're doing there. I like the build of these guys that they're bringing in. And they also have a roster spot available on their practice squad. Of course, no running back on their practice squad, which is not normal. I mean, if they still had Trey Sermon and they had five tailbacks, I would not expect them to have a running back on their practice squad. They do not have that, though. Sermon's gone. So you need to have a running back that can be readily available in case you need somebody to come up. Uh, of course, you don't expect any injuries. You're hoping for no injuries in the running back room, but you have to insulate yourself. And the 49ers worked out. Running back Abram Smith from Baylor. Uh, he was cut by the New Orleans Saints. He was a guy that was undrafted free agent. So the 49ers are you know kicking the tires on him. I went back and watched some film of Abram Smith. I'd watched him a little bit during the draft process, but I wanted to go back and watch him again. I thought, to me, uh, there was not a lot of explosiveness there. He was an upright runner, not a lot of elusiveness so, I mean, I don't know if the Four are going to end up signing him, uh, but they're at least kicking the tires on it. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't kick the tires on more guys, or who knows, they'll probably sign him today. Uh, but I think they are looking to get a young running back. They have no veteran spots left on their practice squad. They have all six veteran pra- practice squad spots filled, which means the other 10 have to be young players with two or less accrued seasons, which means Abram Smith fits the bill. Maybe they'll find another guy. There's other guys out there as well, like Master Teague, uh, that was over at Ohio State, who I think a big physical running back. They might be looking for something different, uh, but Teague might fit the bill of what they're going with these 220-plus-pound running backs. But we'll see what they do there, and if they bring somebody else in, uh, we'll keep you updated every single time that they do right here on 49ers Cutback. And then also, the, rumor, or the news came out that the 49ers actually tried to claim a defensive tackle. This is according to Field Yates. 49ers were one of four teams that claimed defensive lineman Kingsley Kiki off waivers just a couple days ago when Green Bay released him. However, uh, the you know the, the priority for waivers went to the other players. Of course, the Houston Texans are the ones who win. They had a worse record than the 49ers by a large margin last year, so they're higher on the list. New York Jets, Dallas Cowboys also put in Williams, or waiver claims for Kiki, so the 49ers weren't able to get him. But seeing that the 49ers were still interested in upgrading their defensive line, even this far into it, uh, I thought that was very... Interesting news from the 49ers. I mean, it doesn't shock me at all just for the mere fact that this is kind of what the Niners do, right? Continue to build on strength. They were trying to build on defensive line, and a player that's played pretty well for Green Bay over the last few seasons, Warriors were willing to take a shot, put him on the active 53-man roster. Who would have been the player that was out? Don't know, and we're never going to know now because of all the other claims, but anytime you feel that you can improve – your roster, you go ahead and do it. I like to see Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch continue that method as they continue to bring players in. And I thought another thing that was interesting that I want to talk about is I got to see the unofficial offensive depth chart that has been put out by 49ers Media. I thought this was very interesting. Some of the names that are on there, uh, from you know, you see that, of course, Danny Gray listed as the fifth guy, but then you got your offensive lineman like Blake Hance. Uh, he's listed as left guard uh, backup. And then you got Daniel Brunskill listed as the backup center, which we know is the case. Um, but seeing where Hans actually is listed compared to you know he, John Lynch, he has five position versatility. Seeing where they kind of slot him makes you understand what they're trying to do. I think Daniel Brunskill is the backup center, but I do believe he's also the backup right tackle, the backup guards. I think Daniel Brunskill is your do-it-all guy. I think I think after that you got Colton McKivitz. Uh, who's the other do-it-all guy. He's a swing tackle. But I think Brunskill's the first guy you want in at every single position along the offensive line. That's his versatility. Warriors are going to have to make some decisions there if he's not healthy. Uh, Hopefully it doesn't come to the point where they need to put him on IR because then we lose him for four games. Suffered injury. You have to count on Colton McKibbs. And if you suffer an injury at the center position to Jake Brendel, you would have to count on Blake Hance to go in there and do it. I don't think that's what the Niners want. They hope it's going to be Daniel Brunskill I think everyone is kind of hoping it's going to be Daniel Brunskill. So we'll see how they end up playing this thing out. Jalen Moore, of course, listed as the backup right tackle. But we know they would probably roll with Colton McKivitz if that happened. Although, uh, Chris Furster has definitely been rolling with a right tackle and a left tackle as backups. He proved that last year going with Tom Compton at right tackle and then leaving Colton McKivitz on the left side. He didn't you know, just go with the best guy, but he went with a guy that was Uh, comfortable playing on that side. And I think that's kind of the trend that he's been going to. And of course, they've got Ross Dwelly and Tyler Croft listed as you know tight ends three and four. So some interesting stuff coming out of there of Jimmy Garoppolo. I know people are gonna talk about it, but he's the backup quarterback. Like everyone understands where he's at. So you guys can see it right here. Little things that came out about this 49ers roster, of course, unofficial by the communication staff doesn't mean it's hundred percent true. But at least gives everyone an idea of how the 49ers are putting everything together as far as offensive line. I think one of the notable things is Spencer Burford still listed as a starter. And I think the question marks surrounding Daniel Brunskill make it easier to put Spencer Burford in that situation. Don't leave him wondering if he's going to start, but let him understand what his role is going to be for the 49ers when it comes to game day. I think you have guys ready just in case. You have a Blake Hance ready. You have Daniel Brunskill if he's able to go and capable ready. Um, but it's a it's a first glimpse of the 49ers offense. Once I get the defensive one, I'll go ahead and let you guys know about that in a future update. But overall, this is the 49ers news that's come forth. Uh, from Monday's practice. Hope you guys all enjoyed your Labor Day. I know I did. But now we're back at it. It's 49ers vs. Chicago Bears. It's Going to be a fun week. Looking forward to more content coming out all through the week. Of course, check out the A, a. Hill Show. Uh, slightly off over on Patreon. 40ers Face Off over on Patreon. There's also going to be a live stream on Thursday. We're going to go over the news, of course, Q&A, a a game preview show Thursday. All the content's coming out all week, so be locked into 49ers Cutback. Make sure, if you haven't already, to go ahead and subscribe, like the video, hit that notification bell so you know when all the videos come up all during the week. 49ers vs. Bears is here. I'm ready for all of it. I hope you guys are having a good day. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Looking forward to the next time we have a conversation. I'll catch you guys later. We're here, guys. We finally made it. We're, we're all the way to the f- first game. It's that week. Stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers.